What is up guys? It has been quite some time since I've actually done one of these. Um, so I'm looking forward to doing this on my own. Um, so I want to say thank you everybody who takes a listen to this, um, who subscribed to the podcast, who leaves any five-star rating or review. Um, and as always, the podcast is brought to you by Morphogen Nutrition. You guys can use code SPADA for 10% off all supplements. Um, I will actually be doing a full-on blood work review on my story. Um, and we are also, Jevin uh, Cryer and I will be running a whole training and nutrition and nutrition around training uh, class. We are hosting it on February 5th at around 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so if you guys want to get in on that class, it is going to be about two hours long, um, and the cost of the class is $150. Um, it's going to be really in-depth. We're going to be going into a whole bunch of things, everything training, everything nutrition, food sources, why we do timing, um, different PEDs around that. We're also going to use um, training with training. We're going to go into different types of modalities, um, log booking, why we train, failure versus RIR, where do they both fit in there. Um, it's going to be very in-depth. Um, we may even go a bit into exercise selection too as well. So stay tuned. Um, if you guys want to sign up on that, you guys can DM me on Instagram um, and I'll send you over my Venmo or you can also d- DM Jevin. Um, so I'm going to make this a little shorter because it's kind of late night here um, right now um, on Sunday night. Um, but I made a post today. Um, actually, I made a story today. Um, and I talked about muscle growth and I'll read off what it says um, because I think it's a big key factor in what the title is, client expectations, right? And the time with the client. Um, Expectations of results is a big thing, right? Everyone wants to get results automatically, automatically, automatically. Um, And for a lot of people, I will say this, it does not happen that quick. Um, It takes quite some time to actually see some results, Um, especially the way that I like to coach. Um, I am a health first um, coach here. So we, every single client that I get for the most part now, after learning blood work, after seeing patterns, after recognizing what are root causes of issues, um, I always like to get blood work done on mostly every single client when they start. Uh, maybe not younger guys, because you know simple things such as stress management and sleep go a long way for them. Um, but with most of my, with every single one of my females, I've gotten blood work done, um, and I want to say. This year, it's been crazy. Um, I have, I think, like eight females on my team, so half my roster. Um, and it's been pretty cool to help them on their journeys. Um, gotten four, four or five cycles back in 2021, so that's a big victory. Um, three of those were coming off hormonal birth control, um, which is even better. Um, so those, like I said, so going back to the post. Um, the post goes, muscle growth takes a lot longer than you think. It's a struggle day in and day out to produce muscle. Then add on if your hormones aren't optimal, it will take even longer. Focus on gym performance and obsess over it. The body will follow. It just needs time. I've gone over this plenty of times with Dylan and on our Coach's Corner podcast and everything, but I feel like it just doesn't get um, emphasized enough. So it doesn't get emphasized enough over how important training truly is. Um, we were chatting about it, and the one big observation that I've learned this year um, that I'm going to take away is during my 19 months of growing, what's been the main benefactor to my to my absolute growth, right? Of course, you need nutrition. 
you can't you can't outtrain a poor diet. I always say this, and I make this analogy: you can't outtrain a poor diet, and you also and you also can't train without a proper without proper nutrition. So they both have like an a relationship together, um, with it, which is why I think coaches come in handy, right? It's because we nail the training and we nail the nutrition, um, along that time, um, and I think the beauty of it is getting getting expectations right within this. So. I don't expect, you know, I'm gonna make a weird make a weird analogy here, um, but I don't expect hey a baby to be able to walk day one, right? So why are you asking someone when I compare the way that I like to have people train and how I like people to have nutrition? I don't expect them to actually be able to run, right? Barely even walk, right? You got to guide them through, especially with a lot of lifestyle people. It takes even longer. Um, and having this expectation of how long it actually takes to see high qual- high quality results. Um, a lot of people see the people I post on Instagram, um, for example, and those people are the ones that have given me every single every single ounce of effort from day one, right? Those people earn that right. Um, I don't just post transformations to post transformations. I like to I like to have my clients be out there and show off what they've done. Right? It's not for me to show off my skills, right? I mean, of course, I'm promoting my business and trying to grow that, but most part, these people are the ones getting the results because what do they do? They go in, day in, day out, every single day, and they execute. Um, and that takes a little bit to learn um, for some people. Um, for some people, it could take a month. For some people, it could take two months, um, maybe even three. It really isn't ever, it's really a never ending process of learning with people. Um, that I find when it comes down to tr- especially training, um, always getting better, right? Like I, for example, I'm going on so many tangents today. This is just like a brain kind of dumped for me during this episode, if you don't really know. Um, but the one thing that I did myself is you can always get better at training, right? So as I posted the other day, um, actually you can go swipe. I think it's like the second or third post. Um, you'll see dumbbell shoulder presses. You'll see me press like from a week ago and you'll see me press my last session and they are dramatically different. I had this whole time being with my coach for 19 months, never actually getting that correct until now. It's taken me until now. So there's always something new to learn. And I want to say that people expect muscle to be built in a day. And I guess you compare it to kind of Rome too, right? I'll make a second analogy. Rome wasn't built in a day. Like it took years and years and years. And I think people try to do this short term, the short term satisfaction in expense of the long term gain, right? Especially depending on where you are, which is why I made that post. So I have guys that are hormonally healthy, right? Those guys can take off right away. I can push training to failure. I can push them as hard as possible. We could push recovery. We could push food harder. Things are good. Blood glucose is there. I can continue pushing food harder than they ever been pushed. And what does that do? That leads to more muscle. But that takes time, right? Adding that food over time. We don't, as coaches, we don't just add like 100 grams of carbs a week. It's like 15 grams, 15 grams, 20 grams, 15, 5, 10. It's like these little small increases every single week that lead up to this overall food accumulation um, that the people get used to. So, that's at least the way that I coach. I don't go boss the wall and like raise calories up a ton. Maybe in the beginning, people might be shocked over how much they need to eat. Um, but 
after that, it's just a small gain of of increasing when need to and increasing when and when we have to. Um, and that relies right on training. And I said, obsess over the training. That is the difference maker. I find a lot of people think, oh, the training's just there to supplement the diet. I'm going to hate that saying. I absolutely hate that saying because that means that you're going to start pussyfooting your training. And people think it's just there to burn calories and not do anything else, right? But especially when you're in something of trying to gain muscle, your training means the most. If you're not pushing hard enough in the gym, expect to see no changes. And especially in a fat loss phase, if you if you don't train hard enough, expect that muscle to go away, whatever muscle you built. If you're not already training hard in the off season in your growth phase, you're not going to be training. A lot of people get this whole motivation in a fat loss phase to train harder. Um, and I think that's kind of BS because you should be putting those habits down during the growth phase so you can utilize the fat loss phase as efficiently as possible. I firmly believe that because you don't want to be in a fat loss phase forever. And I feel like that's the issue here is so many people want to be in fat loss phases for a long time, whereas I'd rather be very quick, be very subtle with it, and get it done um, and get out of there, right? You want to get in, clean yourself up, get out, um, back to growing because your body will love the excess calories. Um, not excess, but your body will love having being in a caloric surplus there. Um, so, But that takes time. I could tell you, so where we started in my off season, I mean, well, well, I wouldn't even call it an off season because I've never on, I was never in season, right? <laughs> um, or, or in prep, I never actually had that. But I started at 167 pounds and I was eating probably around, I think it was like 2,600 calories or something like that. Um, and then we built that up over 19 months to 4,000 plus calories. Um, and that took a while. And it took a lot of eating and it took a lot of hunger going away and it took a lot of just force feeding it, which I actually, now looking back on it, I wish I didn't do that. But, you know, we for my first official ever growth phase, I got I had to get a little dirty, right, to grow, to really push, to really push the muscle gain. Um, and I'm feeling it already during this fat loss phase. We're about two weeks, we're about a week in um, and I'm about down five, four, four or five pounds here. Um, I had a huge drop yesterday after leg day, surprisingly. I normally never drop weight after leg day. Um, but, and then let's go into the, just the part that I really, that I really want to talk about. It's a struggle day in and day out to produce muscle, then add on top if your hormones aren't optimal, take even longer. So I get all these people that come to me and their goal is usual, right? The build muscle, lose fat group, right? Um, this group is the hardest to please. 100% because they want to go both ways, right? And you got to choose one. Um, that's how you have to do it. You can't just, you can't go both ways. You absolutely can. Um, I've seen it happen in a few clients, but you have to train hard enough, right? To actually make that happen. Um, but that's not going to happen if your hormones aren't optimal. So what I'm saying is typically I have females that come to me. Number one, cortisol is very high. Um, I always see cortisol is really high. So you have to bring that down. You have to teach stress management skills. You have to teach better habits. You have to teach them proper ways of learning when they're stressed. That takes time, right? And then you got to add on, hey, what do you have? You have low progesterone, okay? Your sleep sucks. Um, you're anxious. You're nervous. Like you're, all these things, like you feel low energy. 
everything very much sucks. So getting that back regular, right? Getting your energy up, getting your calories up, having to, having to build up this process of fixing the sleep, doing all these things. Of course, we can knock all these out in a fashion, um, in a quick fashion, but some people don't learn like that. That's client dependent, right? Over how fast you can actually push them to continue to add in these little habits, right? I could tell some people who are close to more serious, serious lifestyle or even bodybuilders to where I could be very, very pushy on them to get things done. Whereas comparatively, some people lifestyle, you got to push back and see what phase of life they're in. I've talked about that before on a podcast episode actually cause, um, what phase or something life you're in. Um, it's a very important aspect to this, to this progression scale, um, that I'll touch on in, I'll touch on next. Um, but you got to look at things like, Hey, you might be estrogen dominant. So fixing the gut, you might need to look at gut health, which can take a while that could take even six months to fix gut health. I've seen it. I have a few cases right now where I'm handling gut health and it's taken us six plus months. And that's a whole patience game, right? You have to be on a meal plan. You have to like be on these foods. Um, and it's kind of annoying, right? You have to really be on top of everything during that time. Um, you could also be ever, you could have all the above. <laughs> I've seen all the above once or twice in one of my clients and it's taken us close to a year to really get to where we are. Um, and figuring that out now, um, and it takes us some time and it takes the coach time. People, people need to realize the coach sometimes I have sometimes, but not always. I have sometimes taken my guess over where I want to be, where they want to be. Um, and you just kind of plot, you just kind of throw a dart. Me and Dylan have talked about this on the podcast. You kind of, as coaches, what do we do? Well, you have typically three darts, right? So I might throw one dart and then I'll see what happens, right? You see what score you get, okay? You get a high score. That's that's the more accuracy, right? That lands where you want it to go. Or you hit it off the board. Might have missed the mark just a little bit. So you pull back, you rethink the strategy, and you go again. That's the whole part of being human. <laughs> there's, a, there's a human aspect to this where we can't always be perfect, right? If we could always be perfect, what the fuck's the point of life, man? That sounds boring. Actually, perfect life sounds fucking boring um, in a way. Everyone wants that, but I feel like it'd be awful. Um, so now going back to the hormones, but you got to think, you have to reverse these processes. Every single thing that's happening in these bo in the bodies of people is because of a root cause. So finding the root cause and fixing the root cause. Like I said, it could be gut health. It could be stress. It could be cortisol. Well, cortisol and stress. It could be thyroid. It could be sex hormones. It could be estrogen dominance. It could be coming off hormonal birth control. Um, it could be low testosterone for males. Like having to reverse these processes and these habits that people have developed over time takes time. And what is not the emphasis there? The emphasis is not muscle growth during these times. A lot of these times I have people training a lot less than they want to. And a lot less than they sh than 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 I want to, to actually grow muscle, right? I can have them training three. I even have some people train. I have one girl training two times two times a week. But what has been the emphasis? The emphasis has been on getting her getting her cycle regular, and that's also a part of the coach's the coach's role 
in bringing upon the expectations of what's going to happen, right? You have to sit down, you have to have this conversation with people, and you have to decide where are you right now and how can we improve? What do I need to do as the coach to make you improve? And I think that also comes with will the client listen too? There's a both sides to this thing, and it always is effort on both sides, right? I got to care for you. You got to care as much as I do. If those two things happen, usually it's a marriage. <laughs> I can tell you that. Every single client that has been there and that has the, something has clicked to where they understand what they need to do, there is normally a positive correlation to them and the results they start to see. They start to look better. They start to feel better. Energy gets better. Everything gets better. Um, and it comes down to how bad does the client want it? Sometimes people physically can't handle two days in the gym. Like that gives them more stress, right? Not being in the gym. Um, and I find that that's an issue with a lot of people is actually a part of this muscle growth thing is it's not more so how much you want to do in the gym. It's actually taking that time out of the gym. I think a lot of people are like, what do I do with my hands? Like Talladega night style, you know? Um, and they're like, oh, what am I supposed to do with all this free time? Fucking rest. Actually rest. Actually do nothing. I had this girl who's gone to the gym two days, two days a week. In the beginning when we started, we ha I had her resting all the time. Sleep was really, really poor. So I had her sleeping. I had her resting whenever she could. She had to take on a little bit less at work, which was her decision too to actually help the process. Um, and it's aided us, right? We got her cycle almost regular. We got two cycles in a row. So we're praying that it's regular now. Guys, pray it to the gods for me. Um, but we're not even, so we've been at that since August, just to give you kind of a clarification. We've been at that since August because I think she's the best, she's the best example to use here. While we're focusing now I'll shovel over to the focus on gym performance and a little bit for my bodybuilders, but I want to say that if your hormones aren't optimal, it's going to take longer. We're we've we've done five months, five almost five months of actually going at this and trying to attack this attack this um, root cause here over what is happening, which was actually very much low progesterone postmenopausal levels of sex hormones. Give me a second. And the problem was she couldn't produce in the gym. She was doing too much. Um, and she started to scale back on her own, but she had no way, right? We proper supplementation and everything. But now we're getting to the point where her cycle gets regular, right? And now that her cycle is getting regular, what can I do? That means that the body's starting to feel better. So now I could start throwing more darts at the board. Now I could throw in, hey, let's see if you can handle a third day in the gym. Let's see if you can handle a bit more intensity maybe in the workouts. Let's see if you can handle um, actually being given just a bit more freedom with things um, because normally with these cases, I'm very kind of tight on them and I'm very strict um, because I have to be. Um, as a coach, I want to get the best out of them and sometimes that relies on that. So now I can throw more darts at it and it's great because that's where, and I was talking to my talking to my other friend who's a coach today, that's where the growth truly happens, right? Is being given that 100% by a client and when they do that and the body responds, you're able to throw more darts at the tape at the board and what happens is you start to become more accurate with it. The more times you're throwing darts at the board, the more accurate you get and that's when you really start to learn the body, right, of the person 
which is why I like long-term clients better because I'm more confident in what I'm throwing at the board than I am with newer clients. It takes some time, right? So um, that's one of it. Now, so make sure, number one, it's going to take longer if, even if your hormones are not optimal because that's not, that's not the main objective, right? You can do it. I've seen it done by other coaches. Um, I personally take a little bit of a longer route to get things done um, and do things kind of the right way. Um, but I think that also relies upon my experience as a coach too. I think as I go along, I'll find processes that work to nail both if I can. Um, but the way I learn it is you have to you have to take things back. And normally training goes back and muscle growth does not become the main objective. So you have to decide what phase are you in as a client and what's your expectation right away and what's your goal because that helps with it. Now, we're looking at, now we're looking at the one thing that I think people look at differently when it comes to muscle growth. A lot of people look at the food, right? They look at the food, they look at the food, they look at the food. Let's push food, push food, push food, push food, push food. Now, I wanna reverse engineer your thinking. Why are you pushing food? There's always an emphasis over why you're pushing food here. Um, and I find that people try to push food way too quick. And I've and I've done that as a coach, right? I've made that mistake. And you always find that, right? When you throw, like I said, you throw those darts at the board. Sometimes you just got to see what's going to happen. That's how you learn as a coach, number one, is you, by getting that experience of testing out things, like you know, you know what you're doing, so you got to test something out on a client to see if it works for them. Because you never know if it does or not if you don't try it. Um, and so many people don't know why they're increasing food. They're like, oh, the scale weight's going down. Yeah, but the scale weight might have went down slightly, but your measurements are going up in the right places. Your waist measurement's going down, but your scale but your scale weight's going down, but your body measurements outside of your waist are going up. Well, that would symbolize to me that you're growing muscle during this process. Uh, that's, that's how I take it. Um, now, you might think, of course, energy in energy out right of course this is where body recomposition comes in where you're you're losing waist size but you're gaining muscle um and i see that a good amount like i said earlier in the podcast um so i think the one thing though is that people continually push food push food push food but they have no reason why so what's the reason the main reason i see it for a lot of people is what are we looking for here number one of course, I look at the scale weight. That's not number one, though. Number one for me, if you're looking for muscle growth as a reason to push food, is, okay, is your training, is your strength increasing, decreasing, or staying the same? If it starts to stay the same or starts to decrease, okay, well, there's a few factors there. We got to look at recovery, right? And food's a big part of recovery. So you have to look at that. You got to look at energy going into sessions. You got to look at energy during sessions. You got to look at how's your recovery after. Making sure the nutrition is properly aligned to that. Make sure that they are recovering enough. Um, but one way to actually do that is increasing calories, right? Now, you also have to look at a few things when you're increasing calories. Where's your where's your blood glucose at? Um, this is a big thing that I've learned over the last, the last few years. Um, working under Mark um, as a client. Um, and working with Austin Stout as my mentor and taking a few of the courses is is actually where's your BG? Because a lot of people don't actually, actually um, 
use nutrients correctly, which is something that I've seen and a lot of people can't process a ton of food always. Um, it's a very special select few. Um, and I think those two things are really the big ones that I see. Um, our measurements going up. That's another telltale sign. Um, and things like that. But the one thing that people need to do more is that second is that second one or the first one. Obsess over the gym performance. If you really want to grow muscle, like I said, it's not just the nutrition. It's the training. You have to go in, day in, day out, do the boring work and get it done. Right? There's no other way around it. I'm sorry to tell you, if you thought there was a way around it, there's no other way around it. You have to go in and you have to do what you need to do. And that requires some hard shit. I could tell you doing 15, 20 rep hack squat sets, 15, 20 rep leg press sets, those things suck. But guess what? They grew my legs four inches over the last 19 months. Four, oh, close to four inches. Close to four and a half, actually. You want to you grow? You have to be willing to suffer in the gym. You have to be willing to push yourself beyond the capabilities of where you think you can go. I always tell my clients this. If you think you're done, you're not done. I know what done looks like. And for a majority of my clients, I do not see done. There's always another gear. You have to find that next gear, especially if you want to grow muscle. It's not easy. The body does not want to put on muscle. Number one. That's the biggest part. We're not here to put on a ton of muscle. It's not the body's goal. The body's goal is we go back to we go back to full on dinosaur age. The body's goal is to survive. It's to survive and thrive. That's its goal. Muscle is not its goal. It's not needed for survival. Now, the one thing that I see people do is during the off-season, they slack on their training. You cannot slack. This is the time to push it even further than you think. This is the time you have the calories to recover. It's the time to push yourself beyond the limits. And it sucks. You're going you're gonna to go through times where you don't want to step in the gym. You're going to go through that. Absolutely. But if you obsess, obsess, and I mean Obsess about getting better. I'm not talking about just pushing more weight, pushing more reps. I'm talking about nailing the execution of your sets day in, day out. Getting better in some sort of aspect, whether that's slowing down the negative, controlling the weight better, pausing in the hole. There's many different things that you can do. And if you become obsessed, watch what happens to your body. When you go into the gym, a switch needs to be, needs to be flipped. That's where, that's where it changes. A lot of my clients that see the best results are the ones that flip a switch when they get into the gym. There is no, oh, this happened, oh, that happened. Of course, I take breaks, mental breaks through the, throughout my gym session um, just to kind of decompress just slightly through between sets so I'm ready to go. But there's a switch that flips. And my friends have seen it. I get pissed off if I don't hit things. Like, I want to hit things so badly. I want to hit reps. I want to hit PRs. I want to hit more weight. I want to do things the right way. 
Sometimes it relies taking the ego out of it and moving down weight to improve execution. But I find that what made what made some big gains, and I talked about this in the 2021 recap, um, is that a lot of my muscle actually was put on by just training hard. Might have not been training right, but by training hard. Now I need to take that next step of training right. Now imagine if you train right and you train hard. There it is, the magic formula. Train right, train hard. That's it. Obsess over it. Done. You want to grow? Obsess. That's it. I, I don't know what else to tell you. It's It's up to the person. I firmly believe it's up to the person to decide whether they want to grow or not. Um, and why do I say this? Why do I say focus on the gym performance better? Because your body will follow. It just needs time. You need to be able to feed the body the amount of food it needs to recover the amount, to sleep the right amount, to get things done. And that's where it happens, right? Is it just happens over time. You really won't notice it week after week. Muscle growth doesn't, it's not like that. You may absolutely notice changes in your physique week to week, but it's going to be a lot slower. A lot of things don't change. You're going to put on some fat. You might look a little, you might look worse. You're going to look worse than when you're lean. When you're lean, things pop. When you're not, when you're not as lean, things get a little softer. And that's where, that's where people's minds fuck them, right? You got to get past that. Oh, I look like this and just obsess about the training. Because your body will follow and it will put on muscle and you're going to thank yourself later. So muscle growth takes a lot longer than you think. I touched on a few things. You know, we looked at hormones. You got to know what phase you're in, right? If you're in a phase where your hormones are optimal and in a good spot, you can train hard. You can fight for reps. You can fucking do it. If your hormones are optimized, go at it. Now, if your hormones are not optimized... And there's a lot of issues and you're starting to see biofeedback markers describe those issues you're gonna have to take things a lot back you may need to be in the gym a lot a lot less but what that's going to do and i want to give this reminder real quick as i'm about to head off this um is it's going to set you forward right we're not taking steps back by doing that we're taking steps forward right it's one step back to take five leaps forward Remember that when you're in that phase, when you're in that restore hormonal phase, you have to remember that it's one step back to go five steps forward because I bet your body will respond better when you're done that phase and your hormones are optimized. It's, it's not even a question. So just realize it takes a lot longer and be willing to do the monotonous day in and day out. It gets very boring, but you have to do it. If you're not bored, if you're not bored by it, you're not doing something right. There's going to be a thing where you're eating the same meals six days out of the week, different quantities depending on training and rest day, and you're just like, fuck, why am I doing this? And you realize what is your why and why you're doing it and you want to grow. Just allow it time to do it. Don't just do three months and then stop. Three months and then stop. Of course, three months grow, one month maintenance is actually a really good way to do it. Um, but just realize it takes time. So give it time. Give your coach time to work. If I could say one thing, a lot of people like to coach hop because they don't get results or they aren't happy with their results. 
right away. Like I said, we're sometimes throwing darts at the board that we haven't fully learned yet. So it takes us some time to actually learn how we want to do things and how we want to set the tone. So give your coach some time to work because I bet if they're a good coach, they'll find the formula that works for you. They'll find what you need and they'll give it to you and your body's going to respond better. So that's it on muscle growth. That's it on client expectations. Um, Yeah, I do have spots open for coaching, though I only have a few. I do not like to market that I only have a few, but I also know how much time I have myself. So if you guys are interested in coaching, um, you can feel free to DM me, feel free to email me. Um, The link is actually down in the show notes to my application. So if you guys want to fill that out too, go ahead and do that. Um, It's great hopping on here. Um, If you guys like these episodes, let me know um, because I want to be doing more, more solo episodes too sometimes throughout it because I find that I haven't done these in a long time and I today made me realize how much I love to do this shit. So thank you guys for listening um, to this episode of the Ace of Spada podcast. Host by your boy right here, Anthony Spada.